Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Uh, Friday morning version of Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. It really is good to be with you uh, on this day. Uh, big sport today, too. If you want to keep in touch, we'll certainly keep you in touch with it on uh, SEN. The second test starting today, New Zealand v England. Let's hope for good weather for the start of that. And the Shield, um, New South Wales against Queensland. Queensland need 198 runs to win going into the last day. They're one for 35 and they're... Second innings, thank heavens for Ben Dorshus for New South Wales, batting at 10 in the second innings, scored 48, not out, top scored uh, to get New South Wales through to uh, all out for 216. Uh, so at least they set a total, but um, Queensland, you would have to say favourites to get that. We've got Europa League matches underway. Brandy will have the football desk. We've got Super League starting as well, Salford v Hull KR. But let's kick off with a huge positive. We've had a bit of fun the first hour. We're talking about father-sons. Mother sons, father daughters, family combinations, and the thrill that it is. We even touched on. I gave you my story where I uh, was umpiring my own son Matthew in a cricket game one day, and I he's come out first ball and rattled the pads, and I gave him not out when he was plum, uh, which is an awkward uh, father son moment. But we're going down all sorts of lines. Look, I loved watching this guy play. He was a good character as well, Peter Jorgensen. But tonight he has his own father son moment, and I just thought we'd go with a positive. Um, to, to, to get into today. Max Jorgensen makes his debut for the New South Wales Waratahs. And happy to say we've got former Wallaby, former Panther, former Rooster, Peter Jorgensen online right now. Peter, welcome to Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Yeah, thanks, Vossie. Uh, nice to be here, nice to be chatting with you both. So uh, tonight, yeah, I was just going to say, officially the baton gets passed. You go, you go from being Peter Jorgensen... You know, former Wallaby, uh, you know, former NRL first grade player to Max's dad. Yep, that's exactly what it's been for the last few years, I think. Um, yeah, I'm no longer uh, Peter Jorgensen, a former player. I'm now Max's dad, which suits me down to the uh, wire, to be honest with you. Um, it's certainly been very exciting for, you know, all the family. And, um, you know, we've been watching him uh, sort of grow into this moment as all our kids, as we're equally proud of all of them. But he certainly, um, you know, had something from the start. And uh, it's great to see all his hard work has, has paid off. Uh, Jorgo, you uh, you debuted for the Waratahs just after you turned 19. Max, Max isn't 19, so he's... He's only just out of school, very young. I think the second youngest uh, Waratah behind Kirtley Beale. Uh, what is it about Max, um, for those that haven't seen him, that you know makes him uh, good enough to debut as an 18-year-old? Yeah, it's, it, it's always hard to put your finger on some of these things. Brandy, I, I know you and I play together and have seen some, some amazing young kids come through when we, when we were playing you know, like a Tony Pulitula and a Craig Gower, et cetera. And, you know, I think when they come through that young, they, they just, they, there's something uh, certainly special about them, but there's, you know, their, their ability to, to rise to the occasion is probably, you know, one thing I think sort of Max has. In terms of each sort of level that he sort of 
so far, and there's a long way to go, and it's you know, I'm sure he'll make some mistakes and, and things won't go his his way, uh, you know, this year and and possibly even tonight. But uh, for the moment, he just keeps seeming seems to to raise uh, himself to each new challenge and and doesn't look uh, like he's out of his depth uh, every time he stepped up and. You know, he's he's certainly a, a very balanced sort of runner and seems to find space, but at the same time uh, put other people into space. So it's been wonderful watching him. Um, you know, he's doing really well. He's still got plenty to learn, um, you know, like all 18-year-old kids, um, you know, but but we're certainly thrilled to, to see him get a go tonight. And, Jorgo, are you across the Waratahs as a team enough to say what sort of season they're in for? Yeah, look, I think they're going to do really well you know i don't want to sort of get ahead of ourselves i've been you know like most people you know and even as a a rugby fanatic and then obviously playing league myself you know there's no doubt that a lot of people have lost confidence or lost interest you know in rugby over the last sort of decade you know i think um darren coleman with the waratahs really started to turn that round for all the waratah supporters uh from a dismal season sort of two years ago to you know being halfway up the ladder last year um, with a team that probably DC adopted as well, and now he's moulding it to to his own um, team. Uh, so I think, you know, there's some amazing players. There's a lot of fantastic Wallabies, a lot of really good young players coming through. And I think Darren Coleman's the right person for the job. He's got, um, you know, I, I think he's a great man manager, so he seems to get the best out of all the players and build a really good team culture. And, you know, Brandy, you and I both know that's a, a critical part of, any good team is is having a great culture in the team, and that's got to stem from from the coaching staff. Uh, you know, so I think you know, I, you know, I don't want to sort of get ahead of ourselves, but but I think they're shaping up to be a really good team, and um, you know, I think they might surprise a few this year. I'm certainly hoping, anyway. Peter, a little curly one for you, and and and, and on your own career. I mean, you had um, got to the top. If you if you say national selection is getting to the top, and I think it is. Uh, pretty quickly in rugby union, and yet rugby league followed soon after. Um, do you look back on that? And did, did you make the right decision there? You go back over that, or would you have liked to have spent a little more time in rugby union from your own career? And, and look, somewhere down the track, you might be faced with the same, having to give some father-son advice to Max. You never know what's going to come up for him down the track with other people yeah. chasing his services. Yeah, that's right. And look, it was pretty close last year, to be honest. I think it was, you know, reasonably well reported, you know, he was reasonably close to, to the Roosters and, and um, he, he had a great time doing some training with them about, you know, a bit over a year ago, over the summer, uh, uh, 13, 14 months ago. And, um, yeah, he, he loves both games. He grew up playing both. In terms of myself, yeah, I I love playing both. I always wanted to. Rugby league was so big back in the, you know, 90s. I mean, it's big now, but, you know, just the state of origin and everything that was happening around you know, rugby league in, in the 90s was, was um, you know, making it such, uh, com- such a compelling story for me to go there. Did I go there too early? Look, possibly. Um, but I, I wouldn't change it. I love my time with the Roosters and the Panthers. And, you know, I was lucky enough to go back and play some rugby union overseas uh, after that for another six years. So I was very fortunate that I was able to play uh, or have a good stint in both codes. And, um, yeah, as I said, I, I love my time in both. And, uh, it, it certainly was a, you know, a blessed journey for me to be able to do what I was able to do. Yeah, the Eastern Suburbs boy had to come out west to play a bit of league. That was good. <laughs> you had a good career, Jorgo. Just over a hundred games. 
uh, more than 50 tries. Now, I know what you do these days, but for everyone else, just let us tell us what you've been doing since you retired. Because you, you, at the back end, after Penrith, you went and played a bit of rugby in England, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. So I played with Northampton Saints and then finished up at Edinburgh, uh, playing for the Edinburgh Gunners, which was, you know, the uh, provincial professional team up there, which was a lot of fun. And I did my uh, MBA up there uh, in Edinburgh University to sort of help me, you know, get a foot in the door and get back to the real world as we got in Brandy. We got to all grow up there as footy players. And uh, I was lucky enough to, to sort of always wanted to get back into finance. I used to work on the futures floor in the early 90s when I was playing rugby and uh, I've come back into finance and in private wealth management at Evans and Partners, which is you know an amazing uh, amazing company. Uh, been here for 14 years um, and uh, you know really enjoying you know helping people grow and look after their wealth and uh, and that's all you know individuals across private wealth. So I've, I've again been very fortunate enough to have two careers that I absolutely love and um, and and again been blessed with. So if anyone needs no. advice, let me know. Ah, right. <laughs> Very good. Uh, one last one, Peter, because I, I can... Gee, now we're going back. I can remember doing a story on you on Wide World of Sports Channel 9. I think I came out and we did a profile piece. This yeah, that's week. right. Yeah, we are. When was that? 96, 7? Oh, 95. Not quite sure. 95, but I think it was. Uh, 95, yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh, gee. Um, what a story. They're still talking about it. One of Loki, apparently. Um, but we, <laughs> that's right. But, that's, that was our first but, meeting, actually, Bossy, and, uh, yeah. and the first big interview that I had. So you put me on yeah. the map. Thanks, Bossy. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it. But, we, but the aeroplane. Now, now, people would still today remember that. That Jorge would go across for the try and out would come the wings and he'd fly and that sort of was just your little bit. Do, do people still pull you up about that like, like I'm doing now? Do people still say, hey, you're the guy who used to do the aeroplane? Yep, yep, they do. Uh, and even when, <laughs> you know, Jared Haynes started doing it, they used to say, no, no, that was yours. And even John, yep. he said it on his show. I know, it's, I don't know why I did it, Bossy. I was young and impulsive and maybe a bit silly. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was, a, it was just trying to have a bit of fun. Uh, you know, Brandy knew what I was like, just trying to be, be a bit lighthearted and, uh, you know, wouldn't take it back. Either. It was a lot of fun, really enjoyed that. That time. Well, you're a a great teammate, Jorgo. It is. It's great to catch up. And look, all the best. I I know you'll be nervous, and and we've been talking about that this morning, just as dads, as parents of of kids playing sport. It it is one of the big thrills of fatherhood, watching your your kids play sport. Um, Although those moments can get a little bit nervous. But great to catch up, mate. Good to talk. Yeah. Yeah, it will be nerve-wracking. Uh, I think I've got m- much more nerves than Max does. So, But, yeah, thanks, uh, Brandy. Thanks, Bossy. Lovely catching up with you both, uh, and have a great Friday. Good idea. Good Peter Jorgensen, gee, bring the house out. I wonder if Max scores and the aeroplane comes out. Wouldn't that? <laughs> oh. you know, be, hey, that's, that's not his. That's Peter Jorgensen. That's Peter's move. But, um, no, it's, it's, that's a really feel-good story. The kid's got talent. Max has got enormous talent. Um, mm. And, and if, he, if he plays his entire rugby union career, yeah, or plays in rugby union for his, all, his entire career, fantastic. I think we're going to be talking about Max Jorgensen for many, many years to come, wherever he plays, in whatever sport. And I think you, know, you can't hide talent like that. And if you saw a glimpse of the try no. scored last week too, it's pretty special. Yeah, and he, and he, and he'll start on the wing, but he's a he's a fullback, Vossi. I, I think mm. he'll he'll finish up or he'll he'll move to the fullback position pretty quickly. Uh, Matt from Narrabeen. Now, Matt from Narrabeen, uh, 
might be in the know. He says, Max Jorgensen has been guaranteed a Rugby uh, rugby World Cup spot as the character lure him away from Rugby League. I don't know. I don't know. Narrowly, can can you guarantee way. someone a spot? Do can that. you do that? I guess if they're that good. No. No. Um, they're, they're little, someone's taken... They're also saying, um, uh, Jorgo, why did Max choose the Waratahs over the uh, Roosters from the Roostermen? Peter uh, addressed that during the interview. Um, this one here, Peter Jorgensen, what a great throwback to a time when Penrith were likeable uh, from Spanky. <laughs> oh, well, it's, Spanky. It's the what text line. It's a text line breakfast. Brandy. That's, that's par on, for the course. Did you say, are we serious? Are you serious? No, Did I didn't say, say that? that. No. I no, didn't say that. No. And um, this one, um, just in relation to Michelle Bishop and Anytime Fitness as the, um, of, as the sponsor, the mystery man says, I've got to say, Vossie, it's very funny hearing you promote Anytime Fitness and encourage people to get fit after years and years of your no pain, no pain campaign. <laughs> so mm. I need to clarify, look, no, no pain, no pain, the exercise program. There is still exercise involved. There's just no pain. So the moment it gets a bit hard, you just get off. You just give up. That's the no mm. pain, no pain uh, strategy plan so that you're, I'm putting forward. Your strategy hasn't changed? You, you, no, you no pain, changed. no pain. No. No, 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 there's no sweat. You, you don't get to the sweat stage. So no pain. That doesn't you mean do you... exercise, but there's no pain. Oh, no, I'm just trying you, you've a big stopped subscriber the moment for it's, it. You, yeah. you, 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 if, if, it even, if, if there's a smell of yeah. it hurting, yeah. you stop <laughs> You pull that's up. it. So um, I'm going to put out an app. I'll put out an app that's yep. like the Tabata app, and it'll you, you set it up, you put it on the treadmill, you get going, and at the 25 second mark, it stops and you get off. Yeah. Uh, Mick says, Thank "Sounds you. like Michelle knows more about what's going on at Penrith than some of the board members." Uh, Mick mm. is in terms of look, I, I, as a board member, we're not privy to every conversation that our general manager has with whoever, but. Mm. The question of, uh, do you want to swap Dom Young for Scott Sorensen? Well, it didn't even raise a murmur. Now, if it had been the other way around, there was thought that it might happen. Well, then I'd find out. But the fact that Matt Cameron just shut it down immediately, well, no one needs to. I don't need to know. It's not happening. Dom Young not coming to Penrith. All right, there you have it. So you've heard the story, um, and we'll continue on with uh, family combinations. If you want to send them through on the text, 0457 736 736. As this one, we go to a break. Robin Blacktown talks about famous father-son combos in the NRL. Penrith and Parramatta, para are our sons. Thank you for that. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 11.70am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.